Welcome to Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we're back. It's Friday. We're doing The Walking Dead 10, season 10, episode 13 feedback episode. It's definitely Friday. Uh, you know what? Playing the live intro theme uh, on Twitch and stereo here has suddenly mm. raised the stakes for my intro. Because if I fuck up the intro... I could have always just started over. Now, sure. there's going to be 30 seconds of dead air on stereo if I fuck it up. There's going to be mm. 30 seconds of theme song that you've already heard on Twitch uh, if I fuck it up. That was just that was running through my head as I was doing that intro. And it, probably I should have the intro running through my head as I'm doing intros. <laughs> but I've done so many intros. No I, how many notes, intros have man. I done at this point for this show Jesus, alone? Thousands. That, well, this show, hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds, yeah. hundreds of intros for this show. I've got, I've got it down. I can think about other things. I can I can make grocery lists while I'm doing it. Multitask. Yeah, to-do lists, all all that stuff. I figured out the the next prime number that we haven't actually uh solved yet. Damn. All right. Yeah, while I was doing that intro. Do you mine a a bit a Bitcoin chain in your head? I I'm mining uh Ethereum. It's going to be <laughs> worth more. That's my just write it down on the back of an envelope, mail it in. Yeah. Solve the solve that block. All right. Uh, well, let's stop fucking around. Let's get to the feedback. <laughs> God damn it. We got oh, people, we we got people waiting in queues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I need wait, wait. Before you do that, I actually need to plug in my uh, stereo dot com slash bald move workaround patented. OK, I'm plugged in. Hit me. Here we go. Uh, just a side note about turpentine. Turpentine is a gum turpentine or spirit that comes from wood sap. Here's the funny part. Turpentine is co- composed of turpins, primarily monoterpins, alpha and beta pinene with a lesser amino acid. So it's really funny that turpentine is made from the alpha and beta pinene. Kind of an ironic tie-in. Wow, Walter White uh, giving us a chemistry lesson here. Uh, so that's interesting. Is it, so, so we're supposed to uh, understand that they made turpentine from the wood sap? Oh, okay. That would explain why something was flammable, yeah. Yeah, and I like that, yeah, I guess, like, I don't know turpins from nothing like every once in a while when I'm in a dispensary, they'll start going on about turpins and my eyes glaze over. I'm like, this will get me high. Right. And they're like, sure. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah, no, that's interesting stuff. I wonder if it's, uh, don't smoke. <laughs> Is this show smart enough to, to, to make chemical composition j- uh, jokes? Yeah. Why not? Why not? All you need is one chemist on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Someone that fucks with esters, esters and turpins and, and you're, you're good to go. Yeah, I I know nothing about it. I, I apologize. I I can't say anything because I I don't know anything. I'm not a chemist. Yeah, yeah, but I appreciate the the behind the scenes uh, lore there. I barely know how to fire up these emails. Let's do another. 
Hey guys, Bilal here. I'm a longtime listener and Swiss Bowl member from 2013's Watching Dead to three left turns to one weird trick. Everything. I'm 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 Damn. a legit fan. Uh, thank you guys for your work. I think you guys are amazing. However, this episode to me lost me. It was not amazing. Uh, to me, it was just an empty send off, and things didn't make sense. From Michonne eating an apple in this crazy disclosed area to Virgil convincing abilities, convincing Michonne. It's not like he's talking to, you know, somebody from season two or season three. Um, it, it just, it was just a weak uh, send off episode, you know, for, for Michonne to me. Uh, overall, I do like what Angela King is doing um, with this show. She's, she is turning it around, but you know, you're going to have episodes like this in my opinion. It's a damn shame because Michonne is a huge figure for The Walking Dead, and I think she deserved a better, more cohesive send off. But I'm also trying to balance that with the knowledge that she's not being sent off. She's being packaged up and shipped to a movie trilogy. Um, So that like if this was the last like time we we're going to see Michonne on The Walking Dead then I think the stakes are higher. But even then, like, I agree 100. I mean, obviously, if you've, if you've listened to this podcast, like, I agree 100% with everything you're saying. Um, yeah, Aaron's talked me into not liking this episode. Eh, not entirely, uh, but... I mean, it's not, like I said, I've definitely seen worse last episodes for people in The Walking Dead, you know? Like <laughs> Denise, this, this, there's yeah, definitely, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely been a, people that, that, that have gotten done dirty, sometimes for dramatic effect, sometimes just because the show hated that person. Uh, and 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 did them kind of dirty, and this is kind of like in between there. Like I feel like it, it deserved it. That's why I'm like saying like there. I I feel like there's there's something. This just feels uncharacteristically rushed and like unforced errors that they didn't have to do if they did spent a little bit more time thinking about the pacing of the season. And I don't know, maybe it just got like it just got away from them. Like they were doing the best they could. And they were punching way above their weight and they were like playing out of their minds. Um, and then this is where it kind of caught up with them. I mean, I, aside from what you said, like this just doesn't feel like it went, it, it hung together with the rest of the season, the way the rest of the stuff does, which I've been you know, season 10. Um, I've been very pleased with on the whole. I think there's only like one episode that I thought was kind of eh. And this is the second episode, which is. Historically, Walking Dead, that's, you know, batting way over their average. But it oh, does yeah. suck that with Michonne, they couldn't like what's the opposite of rolling out the red carpet? You know, that's that's for your bigger rival, like rolling up rolling out the, the red carpet, rolling up. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't roll up the red carpet a little bit for her, you know, to get get you get give it to send off that the character deserves for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, like after really digging in and thinking about this episode a little more, I'm not as convinced that it was as good as I thought on the first watch. I do. Like as soon moments. as we're caught up, like the next three episodes, I'm going to do like, I kind of want to do a deep dive in like, what is the oral history of this season? When did they like, did they know from the beginning of the season? Or is this kind of like, they kind of assumed that deny would come back and then like things broke down and she's like, Nope, I got a boatload of Marvel money. And I got all these new series options that I'm going to be doing on Disney. And like, you guys got to look, get me the fuck out of here. I've been, I've given you nine seasons of my life. I haven't aged a goddamn day in the last decade. And I want, I want to make some bank on Marvel while this. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause it, I don't know why they couldn't have done a better job. It's a shame. Yeah. 
All right, let's pick up with the next voicemail here. Hey guys, I'm curious on your thoughts on a few things. So, um, you know, we know Negan kills Alpha and uh, we find out at the end of that episode that Carol had sent him on that journey. Um, so, you know, what is what is Negan's reintegration into the community going to look like when he's, is he going to be, you know, back in the jail cell? Um, what's it going to look like with Daryl after all of the time that he spent torturing Daryl, um, you know, plus killing Glenn, um, you know, because of, of something that Daryl did and, you know, knowing Maggie's coming back, what is it going to look like with her? Um, just as a reminder, the last time, you know, those two were together, uh, she had um, gone down to the cell to kill him and, and saw that he was a, a broken man and decided it was better to, to leave him in the cell and, um, you know, let him torture himself. So uh, if, if he's out of the cell and Maggie returns, what, you know, what's that going to look like? Thanks. Those are all good questions. Do you got any uh, ideas? Um, I've got a few. I mean, I hope there are words between Maggie and some people about uh, Negan because she's not been around to see how he's changed, right? Um, and I feel like it doesn't have the same impact if you live through those uh, whisper encounters and you you see all the things that they were doing and then you hear or you know about his role um, in taking out Alpha, it's not the same being there as it is like hearing about it after the fact, right? So she's, to have her just, you know, come back and they say, oh yeah, he killed Alpha um, and, and helped us ward off this whisperer threat. It, it, that shouldn't be the extent of it. Because uh, she has a lot of, yeah, pent up animosity. I mean, she killed, or Negan killed her lover, husband, whatever he was. Uh, that still, it felt like a pretty fresh wound the, the last time we saw Maggie and Negan interact. Owner of the sacred pocket watch. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I, I hope that the next episode kind of opens on Carol and Negan both in the jail cell. Like they got, they got cells <laughs> like a, across from each other and they're like, how do we get, you know, record scratch? You might ask yourself how we got here. Well, God, we launched on a whole community spread community conspiracy to kill Alpha. Um, I feel like that Carol saying this was all my grand plan and it worked and Alpha's dead and the hordes are in shambles and you can hate me if you want, but I got you your goddamn results uh, is going to do a lot to smooth the the community is already kind of warming up to Negan, you know, like to oh, be yeah, like, oh, this, for sure. this, this betrayal is actually like a super awesome double agent thing he did at the behest of Carol, one of our most respected and fiercest defenders and guardians. And um, what did it cost that's us? Help. You know, a, a couple of bad inventions by a guy who can only copy things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nothing really. Um, I feel like that that is fine. Now, Maggie getting back, it's a, it's, it's a little bit different because, like you said, she her mercy overcame her wrath because she saw Negan as a broken man who wanted death. Well, if and she wanted to torture getting, him, if she wanted to torture him. Well, if now he's being embraced by communities off on work release and good behavior, like, is that going to be? But on the other hand, like, Jesus Christ, Maggie's been in Georgie land, presumably working for a new tomorrow, a better tomorrow, like these re- maybe. This is part of the resettlement effort that we're seeing this these this massive group riding across like in force like this is part 
there's bigger things like honestly, Alexandria and the hilltop and Oceanside is starting to feel quaint. Like they don't got anything of this scale going on. Like there's been several place survivor communities that have passed these chuckleheads and, and, and where they're at in terms of civilization. So like Maggie comes back and she's still obsessed with like the relatively minor savage uh, prehistorical drama uh, when she's been working on like helicopters and shit. I don't know that, that I feel like that experience should change her. Like she should be like even more invested in the better tomorrow that she's building for Glenn Jr. Herschel Jr. I can't remember who her, her kid's name is. That sounds right. The, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if she comes back and it's like still fighting the last war to that extent and caring that much, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed in, in Maggie green. You know, the thing I'm disappointed in um, is sending Michonne off to this new group, uh, this episode has such like potential it's like well if this wasn't deny Guerrero's last episode you can open a bunch of new doors here right a whole new group and we get to see their technology their civilization how they structure things how they survive you can't you can't see any of that because it necessarily involves michonne it would it would feel so insane to go to that community and not see michonne in it and if this is michonne's last episode they can't do any of that. So mm-hmm. it, it feels like a huge letdown when they open these doors that, you know, they can't walk through. Yeah. Damn. I was just thinking now that like, also like, uh, Maggie's not gonna get to say goodbye to Michonne unless it's over the damn radio. Uh, right. Like, and also, <laughs> man, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm not, I'm starting to really get now. I'm sort of thinking like everybody, like Maggie's going to go away or I'm sorry, Michelle's going to go away and she says goodbye to Judith and RJ, but no, you know, Gabriel, no Rosita, no Carol, no Daryl, no anybody. I want to see a character um, bring that up and then Judith just start making things up about individual things she said to each of the <laughs> community members. Oh, she mentioned you by name, Aaron. Uh-huh. She says that she hopes that you blah, blah. Yeah, she's she's a little peacemaker. That could be a great um, scene. Yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I can't wait to find out like what the real it'd be kind of because like I, 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 you know, I, yeah, like it might be fun to like do a season recap. Like we get somebody that's like been on the whole time, like one of the Jasons from either the Talking Dead or the Walking Dead cast and be like, what the fuck happened at the end of season 10? Because like, everything was going like real smooth and everything was executing above and then you know, the mission did like, how, how did the, what was the fan reaction? I, I, that's the other thing is I guess because it happened to pa- pandemic, the, um, the talking dead happened over his fucking zoom call. All like right. this feels like super fucking lame. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, the way you want to go. Well, out. We're saying goodbye to the family member, been with us for 10 years, uh, put a lot of loyal service, put us on blah, blah, blah. Uh, everybody say, uh, say goodbye over zoom. Over to Zoom well, call. <laughs> that's uh, more than a lot of people got saying goodbye to family yeah. members during that time. So, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's the best they could do. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not super satisfying. I'll give you that. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. All right. Next voicemail. Hey, guys. So there is all this talk about this being Michonne's final episode. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like if it were truly going to be her final episode, she should have had a much bigger send off and um, more maybe of a touching goodbye with RJ and Judith. Dan, she did. I just feel like if this were truly her final episode, that deserved more screen time. Um, something, you know, just something much more memorable than I think it was. A thousand percent. Like you, you telling me that she's so far away from Oceanside that she can't tool up the coast in this brand new boat she's got laden with fuel and supplies that she can't just go and be like, Hey, you know, let me say goodbye to you. Let me hold you one last time. Well, it's who's just she like, going to nah, say goodbye gotta... to an Oceanside Luke? Like he, well, he no, went but to like, Hilltop. Oceanside's not the far. That's what I'm saying. Like get like, while I'm steaming to Oceanside, put RJ and uh, uh, a little ass kicker on, on the, the buggy yeah. and send them over there so I can say goodbye. Something. Uh, I mean, they're within shortwave rate CB range, like a handheld thing. So, like, I'd like this. This like thing is like all those part of my disappointment is set up for future disappointment. Because, like we said, we know we're not going to get any like weekly transmissions from Michonne. We're not going to get any updates from Rick. Uh, though, may I don't know. They might prove me wrong on that. I could see deny like them pre-recording a bunch of stuff for like little ass kicker to react to. And then, like, you know, late in the season, like the last episode, she misses her first scheduled thing, which sets up the mystery of like, you know, maybe we can find out a little bit more of like what she's found and who she's with. And then that just mysteriously cuts off, which sets up like even more mystery about the Rick um, movie. But like, yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like they establish that they're close. She's close enough that like literally an hour bopping in that boat, she could say goodbye to her family, but she's not gonna because Mm -hmm. so. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It didn't, it didn't feel like the big emotional goodbye that either her kids would want or any of the community members. I mean, it's not just the, the kids who love Michonne, right? Everybody there has to be so close to each other. You know, in that sort of constant survival situation, um, you'd think they would all want a chance to say goodbye to her. And us as an audience, we didn't get a chance, uh, or at least it, it felt very abrupt. You know, it, it wasn't like, oh, this was this was coming the whole entire episode. It was like, oh, two minutes to the end. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. So I'm with I don't you. Know, we'll see. Like, I, I, I don't think there's any way they can redeem. I mean, obviously, they could get to the movies and then all will be forgiven. But like, I don't think there's anything they can do in the next three episodes to make the raw feelings I have about Michonne kind of like getting short shrift here and the goodbye feel okay, but we'll see. We'll see. We got a lot of faith in Miss Kang. All right. Got a couple more here and uh, let's get to the next one. Hey guys, it's good girl. It's so cool to be able to talk to you. Anyways, I just thought when I first watched this episode, the 
things that you were talking about um, when Michonne at the end was talking to Judith, I agreed. I was surprised that she didn't ask to talk to Daryl. Um, one, to make sure it was okay to leave her kids there and that they were actually safe. And two, to tell him that, hello, I kind of found Rick, or at least some evidence that Rick is alive, because Daryl was the one that was out there with her, or not with her, but they were both out searching for Rick forever, and he wouldn't accept that Rick was dead. So I would think she would want to tell him that there's hope. So I was really, I was just really surprised by that. Um, like you were saying, it just doesn't fit with her character. Um, anyway, so thanks a lot. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, you know, they, they, Daryl and Rick talked about themselves as if they were brothers. And I feel like that if someone had called, like if my brother's wife had called in the zombie apocalypse and left a message with, uh, their child that they'd gotten word of my brother and I would have follow up and be like, okay, sweetie, well, where's your mom? I want to talk to like, I want the adults to talk it. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It, it, it's not what that's the thing is like, no, that's not what Michonne would have done. It's not even what probably what Judith would have done. Judith would probably be like, let me go, go get Uncle Daryl or something. And and the other thing is, this doesn't work on either end because we're talking about just the end of like Michonne leaving. It also feels kind of cheap from just like the whispers are done. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we find that out through a voiceover from a little girl. I did not get that impression last episode. I mean, I knew mm-hmm. the whispers were like done Long term. and that like. Yeah. Yeah, long term. It's it's like, yeah, this this is uh but I kind of felt like it's like more of like uh Nazis got their ass kicked on the on the the eastern front and it's just a mop up up or not like, oh, Hitler's blown his brains out in the, you know, in in the bunker and it's just a day until the red army gets to. It's like, you know, like I, I didn't feel like it's that kind of and and I felt like that's a bad storytelling job if the majority of your audience isn't on that same page with you and you just hit them with it. So you know what we needed? We needed uh, Michonne to call in on the radio and get Rosita on the line because that would have just felt right. Rosita doesn't care to communicate anything about anything to anyone, right? Like, right. Oh, yeah. there's a herd coming to Hilltop? Eh, didn't feel like telling Gabriel. Eh, I don't know. What's good Zach going to do? Uh, didn't want to borrow. Didn't want to bother Daryl with the knowledge that his his uh, his brother is 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 found. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if he comes back, he comes get, back, and we can be happy then. But why weigh him down with that? You get Judith on the line. Everyone just cries. There'll be waterworks, all that kind of stuff. Like I, who wants that? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Nah. Mm, not yeah. not great. Not great. No, they, they haven't done a great job with radio communication. Period. In the. You're right. The There's season. Been, been some unforced errors there where they even set things up better and they just didn't just didn't pick up the threads. Yeah. So that's kind of their MO. All right, let's get to the last one here. What was that about Alfie Allen? No, what leather, what uh, multi-tool did Daryl use to fix his bike? I don't know. Was it a Leatherman? Oh, shit. No. When, when, when did this happen? Did he fix his bike in this episode? Did I? Uh, not, probably not this episode. No. Um, cause yeah, he, it's the Dix, he, it's the Dixon man. 
The Dixon it's man. It's a seventy-three and one multi-tool. It it can it has it a crossbow as one of its tools. <laughs> you can just flip it, it up. And, it, yeah, it can adjust valve timing. It can shim valves. Mm-hmm. It can uh, you know it's got the it's got a gear puller. Uh, it has a dog leash. Got, yeah, it's got an o, a O-ring compressor. It's just got like everything you need to to fix a motorcycle in in a one one little pocket size package. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> he'd be a he'd be a multi millionaire if it weren't for the, the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, no, he this he'd thing would get be done. like like three easy payments of thirty nine ninety nine. It'd be advertised in every NASCAR race. The it, infomercial. It, it, there'd been a there'd been millions sold already, and uh, he's he's keeping all that to himself in the zombie apocalypse damn shame yeah i wish i had noticed it we could have done a skit about daryl trying to hawk his his infomercial quality uh leathermans i want to see him kill a zombie with the little useless three inch knife that they put on those things you know yeah <laughs> uh you might as well put a I, I actually i don't know maybe the leatherman have nice i've always had cheap knockoff leatherman and the knives have right. always been fucking worthless like, i wouldn't yet wouldn't is this, you know, like is this the, an actual like swiss army knife is that what this thing is that looks like an actual swiss army knife all right they're fairly my, highly regarded too but. yeah my wife got me this for uh a christmas present i think well there you go christmas or birthday how many motorcycles have you torn down and restored with it none i have used none? it for like modeling though that stuff oh well there every you go. once in a while a, a nice handy knife comes in useful just keep it on hand in case the the walkers start rising and the biters and the rippers and the rotters and the the moaners, <laughs> yeah. the moaners and the groaners. I'll get them with the toothpick. <laughs> that's that's what I'll get them with. Get them with this thing. Yeah. Ooh, got the plastic uh, removable pick uh, toothpick. I had a, a Swiss yeah. Army. I've had removable tweezers. tweezers. Ah, see, yeah, I had tweezers? one size toothpick, one other size uh, tweezers. Yeah, so. good stuff. In the show notes, you can get the Amazon link to Jim. No, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Only because we were kicked off the Amazon affiliate program a long time ago. Yeah. Not because of our scruples or anything. Uh, okay. That will do it for this feedback edition of The Walking Dead. Uh, the Watching Dead, rather. We'll be back next week with another full episode. And just, you know, we're, we're getting close. It's going to be the end of August. August, what is it, 20th, 22nd? When The Walking Dead comes back. Yeah. And we're going to have a, a live reaction show. We're going to have the main show. We're going to have the feedback show. Uh, I imagine these things are going to get uh, even bigger and better. So I'm excited to catch up. Been a long time coming, uh, but I'm excited to catch up and, and get ready for the live stuff coming out at the end of the summer. Thanks, everybody who uh, uh, dropped us a line and made the feedback episode what it is. We appreciate hearing uh, from, from all these people, especially the ones that are longtime fans. Uh, We'll be back next week for another feedback episode. And until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. Later. Later.